I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married, and we think we might even love each other. So now, we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. We are answering all the questions that lead to love. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. Does your mic smell? It smells a little bit like garlic, yeah. Because uh, somebody whose name starts with Ryan Beck. Uh, maybe Did you put just my cut the K off my name and the C, the C and the K. Uh, maybe someone in this family who's not me or the dog arrested my mic in a pile of garlic salt. On I the put table. it on the table. You are a crumb factory. You have to realize that if it's in my spot, there is garlic salt on the table. Assortment of breadcrumbs, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you're a very messy eater. I love you to death, but I will just say that and blast you on the podcast. I'm a crummy eater, yeah, and welcome, I always have garlic salt. Welcome to episode 35, Grace. 35 Whoa. of the 36 questions we set out to answer. We're wrapping it up. Here we We're are. We're wrapping it up. The um, what do you call that thing? Radiator. The radiators and radiator. Radiator is in full swing. Mm-hmm. The snow is about to come down. And here we are. You are dressed the same as the dog today. Yes, we are. You have matching sweaters. Wearing matching sweaters. I don't remember you getting the matching sweaters, so this oh. is a nice surprise for me. Oh, you! we got this last year. We've worn them on the same days before. I, I blocked this out. Yeah. So episode, You posted it on your Instagram or something. I truly don't remember okay. doing this. So episode 35 is uh, a bit morbid. Um, mm-hmm. Our question today is, of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? Oh, so, what a nice question. Let me just get ahead of this one. Uh-huh. I don't want anybody to be offended that we don't say them. I know. So all deaths are disturbing. Yeah. For one. Um, you know, it's not going to be a fun podcast today. I ho- maybe it will be. I don't know. Um, but we do have some emails. Great. Here's an email from Julianne, listener Julianne, who uh, enjoyed the fire episode. The, yeah. What would you save in a fire? And she said that she kept thinking about sentimental items displayed around her home. And she was like, oh, I could put them uh, somewhere close to the door so that she could grab them. <laughs> but then she thought how weird it might be to see them every day knowing that they are visible and only by the door in case of a potential yeah. emergency. So I thought that was great. But That's- she also mentioned... <laughs> that she would save a box of Christmas ornaments that her mom gave Mm. her. So I thought that was really nice. That is really nice. Her mom would give her a new ornament every year on Christmas Eve so that when we grew up, they had a full tree. That's so nice. And that reminded me of you getting ornaments from your mom in this past trip. Um, So Yeah, we um, found like the box, my uh, childhood ornament box of things that I had collected. So I have like a Queen Amidala um, oh, nice. ornament. There's like lots of little things that I made. There's like some pipe cleaner ones. It, it's pretty cute. Yeah. Well, that's really great. And I think ornaments, as Julianne uh, states, are a great way to make you think about someone else. And it's also a nice thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little ritual. You know, you put the same things on your tree every year yeah. and slowly grow your collection. Another email. Someone, oh, I was just oh, going to go say that someone very beautiful got you an ornament and gave it to you as an early Christmas present this year. Yes, you did. It was me. You I got am me. the very beautiful one. Yes, thank you so much. It was You're a really welcome. nice present. It was a nice, uh, what's the ornament? It's of Ralphie from mm-hmm. A Christmas Story, and he's holding his pink bunny pajamas. Yeah, and guess what? I got it on sale last year. I've been holding on to it for a full calendar year. That's really impressive. I got it like January 8th last year. That's really thoughtful and nice. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Those ornaments are like like sometimes like 25 bucks. Was that a Hallmark one? Yeah. Yeah. See, That's so like a Hallmark original. Julian mentioned 
Julianne mentioned that she, her mom worked at Hallmark, so she has a lot of classic ones. I can't believe we haven't talked about it, but yeah, we're going to discuss further. Yeah. So we have another email here from someone whose death would be incredibly disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Julianne's wouldn't, but um, <laughs> this is from your Unlike mom. Unlike Julianne's this death, which would your... not be disturbing at all. This email is from your mom <laughs> and regarding uh, what to save in a fire. Yes. Um, and she said that she... Would you like to read this one? Uh, sure. I'll sure. read it. Okay. This is from my mother. She says, my mother threw everything away. I don't have one thing from my childhood, so now I keep everything. I think it's in every other generation trait, so that means your children will be savers like me. Just a warning. First of all, I don't think I am a thrower away by any means. No, I think that this was a um, an attack on us. I think it's an attack on you. On me, yeah. This is an attack on me. Yeah. But I am a saver in reference to my parents because my parents have shed themselves of all worldly possessions right. like in some kind of like a Buddhist monks. Yeah, it's relative. I think compared to my parents, if I did like throw away a napkin that I used, you know, like they'd be like, no, but that's a memory of when you had pizza. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, there's just like different extremes, but I am such a hoarder compared to you. I can't believe you said that. She's gonna, you're gonna get a text message. I know. I'm sorry. That was just kidding. Um, okay, so now this gets pretty dark. She says, "What would I run back into a fire for? Well, prepare to meet net extra crispy." <laughs> My mom is net. First of all, the pictures that would take about two or three weeks of running back in because I have all of the. All the families. All the families. That's a lot of pictures to save. Next, your journals with all the funny stories of baby toddler Grace. I wouldn't have remembered everything if I hadn't written it down, and I love reliving those days. Your personality showed through even then. I think I've talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, that's a really sweet thing, yeah. and I'm glad that that... And see, that's another one of those like incredibly one-of-a-kind sentimental things yeah. that you would save. I think that is a thing that I would save if yeah. I, if it was like over there. That's she where should consider are. just nailing this to her door, like um, Julianne's yeah, email that's says. that's a really good idea uh then your baby stuff little clothes christening gown even some special toys and books oh my god yeah i need to save clown bear and piggy Ugh, clown bear is that clown bears your stuffed animal yeah he's a clown bear so <laughs> um uh, little notes and things you wrote me and finally the genealogy my life's work really i would probably pass on the canned goods well there you go yeah and then she's going to go run back in and get her phone so she can call the fire department. <laughs> two, two or three weeks later. Yeah, two or yeah. three weeks later. Exactly. So thank you, Mom. Um, I'm sorry that I said you would save napkins and stuff like that. But yeah, you roasted her pretty good. I did. More than the fire, even. All right. Let's get into today's question. Okay. So today's morbid question. Mm-hmm. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? This feels like it was just made to upset people well i think the idea behind it is that like you've talked so much through with this person that you're supposedly on a date with Uh that this is like um a last cup these last two things are like last dish efforts to really open up emotionally yeah it's now or never Oof. look every death is going to be disturbing that's where i kind of land on it i think that like ideally you know people that are older than you die first right which is incredibly disturbing i think no one has ever handled their parents dying well yeah that's always disturbing yeah because these are the people that have known you your entire life and now oh my god now i'm old or whatever 
or right. I'm alone or whatever, at whatever age you lose them. Um, losing you would be just immeasurably upsetting. Yeah. The dog dying would be insanely sad. I know. I think about it like every day. I cried more <laughs> at my cat death than initially at my grandmother's death. Why do you think that is? Well, I think that um, while it's sad that grandparents die, mm-hmm. it's very sad. And I'm really was it was really upsetting. Um, they're supposed to die. And cats, it's like... <laughs> I know, but like pets sorry, are pets are, pets are like the the cat would like sleep in my bed. Yeah, my grandma never did that. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a different relationship. Well, I think also maybe with people, sometimes you can like have um, some final words or yeah, like closure. Yeah. Where I think I ask you maybe three to four times a day, do you think Lily, our dog, knows how much I love her? The answer is probably. Yeah. It's immeasurable, but. But it's like, I don't know. I think that the grieving process with human beings is a little different. Animals, it's incredibly sad. Yeah. They're pure good. They're Not pure. that my grandma wasn't good. <laughs> You're just really. Well, I mean, I'm trying roasting to. Roasting your grandma I'm not now. trying to do that. I'm trying to explain like why uh, it's a different when a pet dies. Yeah. But yeah, I think like any parent or any anybody in your family is going to be disturbing. Who's the most disturbing? Who would it be most It'd be most disturbing if a young person died. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's all going to be disturbing. I think that I would be most disturbed if my brother or sister died. Yeah. Because I think that I, if I lost you, it would be really, really upsetting. Mm-hmm. But especially this year, fortunately, I've got to spend every single moment with you. <laughs> and there, while I we are married and yeah. I don't think... Just to remind the listeners, um, we, we're married. But um, while I don't want to lose you, I, there's never enough time for me to spend with you. Uh, I don't see my brother and sister every day. I don't talk to them every day. And they're around the same age as me. Mm-hmm. So it's different in that way. And I think they'd be really disturbing. Yeah. It would also speak to my own fallibility. and like, oh, my God, I could die at any time. And sure. like that kind of thing. So I think that would be very disturbing to lose a sibling. Yeah, absolutely. That's probably my answer. Got it. I think... Because I think saying you is the easy way out. Well, I'm going to take the easy way out and okay. say you for a second. Not that I wouldn't find my sister's death disturbing, which I, a- <laughs> See, which I like absolutely a- <laughs> would. Um, I think since I see you every day, that would like disrupt my life in the biggest way. Um, yeah. And so I think that would be disturbing in on many levels, not just emotionally, but also like just uh, the logistics of our life and like what my daily life is like. This is interesting. I th- I think that that's true. I mean, it would definitely be the biggest shift to lose you, and I don't want to do that. And uh, I just feel horrible for anyone who's had to go through that. Yeah. Um. I let me pivot the conversation. Okay. Kobe Bryant's death. Mm-hmm. was incredibly shocking and a lot of people found that to be disturbing because yeah. he's young and he was a star athlete and he wasn't supposed to die. I have always thought like what celebrity's death was would like shock me mm-hmm. the most and as a kid it would have been Shaquille O'Neal and that was always my answer. It's <laughs> like wouldn't that be insane? That guy can't die. He's like a larger than life figure. Yeah. But now that we you know we see Shaq on TV and he gets older 
and he's getting older and he's like doing more commentating and stuff. He's still in tons of commercials and he's just as fun as ever. Yeah. Um, but now that we've lost so many people this year and so many celebrities over the last few years, you know, it's it's kind of a I don't know what celebrity for you would be the most disturbing. Oh, man, that's a great question. I don't know if I've ever thought about this. Probably Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, I think your answer probably is Katy Perry. Maybe, yeah. Because I think like she's on the I don't know, she's done done a ton of stuff in her career. I still yeah. feel like she's on the on the first half though. Right. You know? Yeah. I do love her. Um huh. Who uh, well, do you have an answer? Let me think about this. My answer was always Shaquille O'Neal, but now I feel like I'm starting to understand him as a human being mm-hmm. who ages at normal pace. Yeah. So I think of it obviously any of the young celebrities like Harry Styles. You know, what about like Reese Witherspoon? That would be yeah, like that'd be shocking. really shocking, and also because she's in six shows a year. I know. So it'd be like, what are we gonna watch now? Yeah. What what uh, affluent female characters caught up in a murder story are, aren't know. going? To, what stories aren't going to be told now that exactly. Reese is gone? And I belong to her book club. Yeah, her book club. What's what happens there? I think Oprah. Yeah, that would be disturbing. We're talking book clubs i think oprah's death at any point even though she's like an old lady now she's looked the same for like an old lady she's in her 70s is she not no i think she's in well she's she's in in like her mid 70s no how old's oprah wait watch this hey google how old is oprah winfrey 66 years old Okay, so <laughs> that's what I like about that is that Google didn't even say Oprah is no. 66 years old. It she just didn't said even 66. have to look it up. She just uh, that comes hardwared in. Yeah, <laughs> softwared in. Yeah. So okay, 66 is not old lady status, Correct. but it is a. Um, she's older than my mom. Sure. So how so. about that? <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> I think Oprah's dying would be weird. Yeah, who else has a book club? Any president, any former president. Uh, I don't think that would be. Any former president until about um, February. Then I'd be like, well, you know, we ought to lose some of them. <laughs> it's a natural. It's the way of the world. That I feel like those kind of people, it's like you're, they're like historical figures and like historical figures you think like, oh, eventually they're going to go. Uh, okay. I think it's more the the randos, you know? Like professional athletes. That you grew up with. Well, that you don't think of as like history book people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that our children and grandchildren will be reading about Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? What if we took it down? I keep now I'm thinking of like cheery female actresses. <laughs> so I'm like Jenna Fisher or Ellie Kemper from right. The Office. Like yeah. anybody from The Office cast. Yeah. If they died. We'd be like, that's sucks. Right. Well, Not that the. What a shame. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really sad and disturbing. I mean, like, Chadwick Boseman was such, like, a that shocking was incredibly, one. Yeah. That was incredibly sad. Yeah. And, like, I'm thinking back to, like, I, this is when we were in college, but Heath Ledger, when he died, that was, like, a real That shock. was very disturbing. Yeah. And I have a hunch that mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman's going to win an Oscar mm-hmm. uh, posthumously, just like Heath Ledger. Uh, in many, in many, because he's a great actor, but also because six movies came out this year. Yes. So it's already got the buzz, his movie. Yeah. And it's not even out yet. Right. No one's seen it. No one's seen but it. But they all know it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks great. So, yeah, I think disturbing is such an interesting word here because it is disturbing when people you, you know, see on TV and stuff die. Yeah. Obviously, it's most disturbing when interpersonal relationships and stuff. Right. You know, 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. I obviously would be disturbed by your death. It's kind of hard not to just answer you. Right. So I don't know that this question is designed for an already married couple. Right. What if we were on a first date and we said each other? <laughs> well, that would be a disturbing way in its own way. <laughs> yeah. Have, has anyone you've dated died yet? Um, has anyone? No. Not to my knowledge either. No. They're that- dead to me, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's going to be disturbing, right? It's yeah. like when a, like a, uh, you had, a, you dated someone who got married, right? I've dated, yeah. Yeah. You've dated a few people who have gone on to get I think, married. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, in a way disturbing. Sure. Prior to your own marriage. That's always disturbing. You're like, oh, that's yeah, so I bizarre. Guess. Yeah. You know, there's feelings around that. So I think someone that you dated dying might be disturbing. Yeah. That would be disturbing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Never thought about that. Yeah. This is just not a fun question it's to answer. It's not a fun question. It's unfortunate. All of it's unfortunate. And my apologies to Reese, too. Well, I didn't mean to bring her into this. Well, no, I, I mean, I'm saying you're saying you cherish her, everything about her. Yeah, that's true. I think that's quite all right. Yeah. You think she has matching sweaters with her dog? Oh, oh yeah. I think she probably sells them. Does she have a dog? I don't know if she has a dog. I think she has. I think she has like maybe six of them or something on her farm. Hey, Google, does Reese Witherspoon own a dog? On the website people.com, they say, Reese welcomed Lou, a blue-eyed bulldog, into her family in June 2019. I mean, this is incredible. I know. This is crazy. This is the coolest thing that ever. The- it feels like we're sponsored by the, the whatever this is. Uh, Google Home. The Google Home dot. Yeah. Dot Echo. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I, I just don't know, know it's either. a circle that tells me information. We got Much it. Much like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little <laughs> dot. I called you a circle. That would sound really great. It's not the best. It's but a cute shape. I was trying yeah, to go with I'm like, not a pointy person like you. No, I'm a sharp uh You're a sharp, sharp person. boy. Yeah. I'm a round girl. All right. So now <laughs> we've got that covered. Cool. Um yeah, I feel like we answered the question. I think it's like not fun. And it's not fun to keep going down this rabbit hole. Of like whose death? Because then it's like every death's disturbing. So we're comparing different things. Each one is different. Each life is different. Yeah. I was like, is it emotionally disturbing? Is it like disturbing to your um, worldview or what? You know, that's the, just a lot. The easiest answer to this question is if you are yourself a, a, a twin, mm. then it's like, well, your twin is the most disturbing. Even yeah. if you are married. It's like, well, okay. But like the twins death, that's right. going to be the most upsetting because it wow. looks like you. That's true. Right? Yeah. That's the easiest. What was I watching recently? The Somebody, Scientology documentary? The Scientology was it? documentary. It, oh, was. it was. It was that guy. Yeah. I was watching the Scientology show, Leah Remini, and they were talking about um, there's twins. One of them was in Scientology. The other left. The one who left a few years later, um, they were like estranged. They didn't talk anymore. The one who left um, passed away in a car accident, and the brother went to his funeral, and like people freaked out because this yeah. guy who had left Scientology didn't tell anybody that he had a twin and so they were all of a sudden he walked into his own funeral yeah and all the Crazy. college kids were freaking out yeah exactly and they were college age so it's like you know, yeah very sad but yeah i think that's the most disturbing is if you are a twin yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that would be disturbing mm-hmm. weird yeah so maybe death's the most disturbing part is i don't know where it's going <laughs> gonna say the fear of your own or something i'm not sure yeah i was trying to be psychedelic man wow so grace look it's episode 35 i want to just check in and uh-huh. just see how do you feel about how the podcast has gone how do you how do you 
you know, we have one question left. We have a season finale coming up. Yeah. The season finale. I can't believe it. It's really been a whirlwind. Um, I can't believe we're almost done. Well, I want to just pose a, a very sincere thank you to everyone that's listened, all of our supporters, all of the emails. Yeah. Um, it's really, really humbling. And we're very grateful that everybody has been listening to this and enjoying this in some manner. And I hope that it's helped you get through this uh, crazy year. Yeah, even just a half an hour a week, I hope that it brightens it a little bit, especially when we're not talking about death. Uh, (laughs) Or maybe when we are. Or maybe when we are. Maybe that's a good thing. But I really am very grateful to everyone that's listened and reached out and uh, sent us recipes and little gifts Uh and um, just emails of any kind are always welcome. And it's just been really, really sweet. And it's been so nice. There's like a few people that, you know, like we have our close friends and family who listen every week, but then there are other people that I maybe haven't kept in touch with as closely over the past 10 or 15 or 20 years. And yep. I find out that they listened and it's just and then so other, heartwarming. We've also got people that we don't know yeah. or we haven't met in person who are, who are listening and reaching out. So that's always been very cool. It's very cool to, to have that. So for our listeners, I want people to get involved in question 36. All I right. want this finale to go big, baby. Yeah. Episode 36's question, the final question, is share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. So I will come prepared with a problem and ask your advice. You will do the same for me. Yes, and please email us. Email us. We are your partner. We are your partners in podcastdom. So email us your problems and we will give you some advice. And I got to tell you, it's going to be weird Or, or very nice. And frankly... I consider every all, every last one of our listeners a part of our family. And guess what? Your deaths would be disturbing. To it would us. be very disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to I want to help people with their problems, and I want help from you with my problem. Yes, and we can keep it anonymous if you don't want. Yeah, your we w- we can definitely written. do that. We can go initials. We can do whatever. Yeah, give us a uh, an alias. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so once again, that question is: just share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it, and we'll do that for you yes. next week with your emails. Any problem at all? No problems are too big or too small. I don't know how to cook dinner. Okay, here's a quick instant pot recipe that we just yeah. pulled from the web or we'll ask google there we go <laughs> yeah we're just that gonna ask google drives for me nuts it, it drives me nuts i know it's very nice and in, in, in uh, as a gift i don't remember even who got it for us it was but, sam and Rashan. it was yes, very nice sam and Rashan got us well it was on our registry and it was very considerate to get us a thing. we make like two really great recipes macaroni in and it. cheese mm-hmm. but everything else it's like they say it's instant don't put instant if it didn't say instant i would have a different <laughs> feelings towards it because it's not instant it's not a Jetsons yeah. machine. Mm-hmm. It takes like 12 minutes to get hot. So what is instant about it? It's you're, It's truly a just another kitchen device. Yeah. It's a pressure cooker. Just call it pressure cooker pot. It's, uh, yeah. The thing is, we learned something and that is invaluable. We learned that we are not... We got duped by it, marketers. It, no, we're not instant pot people. We are air fryer people. And mm-hmm. that's that's what we learned, and knowledge is power. So I think that was truly the gift. Yeah. Well, both of those devices are pretty cool. So, um, yes, send us your problems. We'll, you know, handle them with as much tact as we can. Uh, but anyway, we appreciate that you're listening, Grace. I think we need to do some grievances. Okay. So let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with our grievances. Great. Okay, we are back and we have grievances, kind of. I Mine is less of a grievance and more just a query. Uh, was that this morning? 
or maybe the day before that you got out of bed on my side. That was that was uh today. That was today. Why? I was like in the middle of the bed and I was like, well, this will be fun. We're just mixing it up. I <laughs> okay. got out on your side. Okay. I mean, what, you know, I was just, I just being adventurous. You were barely in the middle because you like wriggled all the way across the bed and to get out of my side. I was kind of showing off. Okay. You know, I was <laughs> okay. like, look at this. Look what I can do. Okay. I can get out on your side. Great. I think tomorrow I'm going to get out the bottom. I'm going to slide out. Oh, please don't. It'll mess up all the sheets. Please don't. But, you know, you just got to look. You got to mix it up. We're in the house I every know. day. We're going to be snowed in here in about 10 minutes, the way that the snow is yeah. coming down. Which I, I don't know why, but we are so excited about being snowed in. Uh, I mean, it's finally, it's just nice to have a reason that we can't go outside. Yeah. Like the pandemic obviously is a reason, but it's like when it's a sunny day and it's like, well, I have to get my mask if I'm going to go to the store. It's yeah. like, this is snowed in. It's like at least, oh, ooh. Right, exactly. Ooh, we'll make it's some kind tea. of exciting. Now, yeah. we, now we're, everyone's supposed to be watching a movie and feeling sad. Yeah. But there's, so there's a little excitement. <laughs> into it right it'll be a little cozier i think well yeah that's why i got outside of your outside of your bed yeah on your side of the bed because mm-hmm. i was mixing it up i was being fun yeah why don't you try it why don't you wiggle I'm gonna over try it. i'm gonna try it i was just wait curious. until i'm uh, awake though because i didn't get i didn't climb over I, you yeah you were already out of bed yeah for I, the record yes i had already gotten out of bed i'd walked the dog i had made the coffee i had really yeah i slept in all. i slept in yeah you, you, here you are trying to you know blast me in front of everybody <laughs> it's less of a grievance and more just a show off just a humble All right, brag do you have you a grievance? i have a couple grievances but first i want to say in reference to the what should we eat conversation mm-hmm. we got a lot of really wonderful responses uh from people on instagram and on uh email uh, you know that offered up there's a couple of different websites mm-hmm. um, to help you decide what you want to eat which is really interesting and there's one which has a swear word in it that i got from uh james on instagram and it is love james yes it, he is fantastic what the f should i make for dinner.com but of course they use the whole word yeah. which i don't want to get us an explicit rating on our right. itunes exactly so i think people can fill in the blank but all right we're gonna try that fun. out yeah for we'll sure. try that one out for sure thank you james so my grievance is not with you thank god but it is with um why do the pandemic is bad? Why <laughs> why does every fictional character I like also have to go through it? Because Yeah. It's on it's every storyline on all the shows on TV. I know. I mean, okay, so obviously we are Shonda heads and we live in Shondaland. Um, but we've been watching Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 and The pandemic is a big part of it. Yes, and I do think it would be a mistake if they didn't like address it yeah but um it's a lot and if they're living in the in this world where you have to be six feet apart and everything then they need to follow the guidelines all the time because they're medical professionals exactly and they keep making these mistakes where they're like they have their masks and they're six feet apart and then they take them off and walk closer to each other yeah there was a scene which i understand for drama but it there just was a, remember in one sh- in station 19 there was a scene in the office with um one guy that used to be a surgeon, Ben Warren, mm-hmm. and then uh, the other guy who's like a satellite character yeah. who is not in their bubble. No. And they were maskless standing in the office talking to each other. I and know. it's like, well, clearly something's going on here. 
exactly. Not good. Not good. Six feet, mask up if you're going to do this storyline. I yeah. don't want to have to see Meredith Grey on a ventilator Shonda Rhimes, for four weeks. If you're listening, if you are one of our loyal listeners, one, please email us a question for next week. Give me a job. We, let, us, <laughs> let us help you through something. Uh, and perhaps that might be like, how do I stop these characters from standing so close to each other unmasked on TV? And we'll tell you how. Uh, spoiler alert, you write it that way. <laughs> yeah. We need some Thanks, Shonda. Here. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's just like, okay, I get it. And I think all next year we're going to get a ton more of like, man, remember how we couldn't, how lonely it was? Yeah. To stand apart Do you do people? that thing where like uh, you're watching TV and it's like, it feels like a period piece because it's like they're... I freak out every time people don't yeah. have masks on, even if it is, we'll watch it, The Office, well, old episodes of The Office, and I'm like, ah, too close. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm a... I'm triggered. Me too. I'm on edge. I'm like, oh, you're in a crowd. Not mm-hmm. good. No one's wearing a mask. It, it upsets me in every way to see people close to each other talking. Yeah. Also, just a quick aside. I'm never going to forget these infographics of people talking and all this, the <laughs> droplets. You know, they would show <laughs> like the like infrared yeah. and stuff of Ugh. people. Do, and, and it's like, I think about that in every conversation I've mm-hmm. had now. Because even after the germs, you know, were past this particular virus i'm just gonna be thinking that anyone speaking to me is just like washing me in whatever was inside <laughs> of their mouth and i don't want to think about that yeah. these infrared graphics are burned into my brain yeah that's really gross really gross Ugh. really gross now excuse me while i mouth kiss the dog <laughs> so that was episode 35 grace how do you feel wow i feel pretty good i um i'm really grateful that we are together yeah and doing this and it's uh, been a really great project. So I'm excited for the final episode of season one. Yeah, me too. I uh, I love you. I love everybody listening. I want to say um, I hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas and Hanukkah and whatever else you're celebrating yeah. uh, this time of year. And, uh, you know, just tell your loved ones that you love them. Mm-hmm. And also get your little cell phones out and email us at graceryanpodcast at gmail.com. We want to help you with your problems. Share a personal problem with us and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. That's the season finale next week. We are week. the partners. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash graceryanpodcast or email us at graceryanpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, that's enough. I love you. Love you too. Bye.